What's up, party animals? Manny Lore here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Crunch, and I got three more topics for you today. Reynaldo Lopez took a couple guys to the promised land yesterday, but no huge paydays for any individual player. I'll give you the tallies for yesterday's slate. Number two, treating everything in MLB DFS differently. What I mean by that is treat your hitters apart from your pitchers. Treat your stacks even away from individual hitters. Do your math or your formula, your Excel files, each individually and then combine them at the end for a sound process i'll tell you what i do hopefully it could help you out and number three i'll give you guys a leaderboard update DraftKings is doing the may 2019 leaderboard nonsense which they keep spamming me with pop-ups for i'll give you guys the update there's two guys running away with it i'll give you the tallies for that all that and more on the study minute baby let's go Yesterday's slate didn't feature any big winners, but we did have Reynaldo Lopez seal some victories for a few guys yesterday. Uh, there weren't any, nobody really took down two or three tournaments. Uh, the main tournaments on DraftKings yesterday, the Mega 7, which was the 777, the Starting 9, which was the regular 9, and the Medium 8s, which was the $88, were all won by different guys. Uh, two of them being pros I do recognize. Brick75 took down the 777 for 100K. Congratulations to Brick. Not like he needs anymore. By the way, that Brick win, pretty impressive. He did it without Reynaldo Lopez. I mentioned Reynaldo Lopez at the beginning because he did have 28.85 fantasy points. The highest scoring pitcher on the slate, Brick, took it down by about a point or so using Freddie Peralta and Tyler Skaggs. Can you imagine that disaster if he didn't win it? Pretty much had the nuts at hitting. Otani, Dyson with two stolen bases. Escobar, La Stella, Christian Walker. Nice night for Brick. The starting nine was won by BK Hanlon. He scored 202.9, had Reynaldo Lopez. And the medium eights, the $88 tournament, was won by Slewfoot again. My goodness, what a start to the season, my dude. I mean, there's there's just some guys that just, they're so locked in. There's just no chance they have losing slates. It's unreal. Shout out to Papa Gates for second and Dollar Bill for third in that one. 50K up top to Slewfoot. Congratulations, dude. Uh, apart from that, I didn't, I didn't really see much that caught my eye. Uh, a couple high stakes guys. The new Sahil we talked about, I think, took the big um, fence. I think it was Fence Buster, the $2,000 one. Yeah, he took it down with 128.35. Congratulations to him. Yeah, no no, no real big winners on the slate. But the ones that did all used Reynaldo Lopez. Do I think it was a good play? I think it was all right. I think if you, you, you tried to be contrarian, I think Reynaldo Lopez was a top three play when you factor in ownership and stuff like that. But if you're going optimally, I don't think you should have had Reynaldo Lopez. Um, it depends on your play style. Some of the guys that do like getting a little bit contrarian definitely reaped the benefits yesterday. So congratulations to them. Number two is the tip. I always give a tip on the study minute. Uh, and, and, and this one deals with treating everything in baseball or MLB DFS separately, right? And what I mean by this is I want to do any formula or math or Excel files or, or ownership percentages whatever whatever i do for pitchers i want to do that away from my hitter so for example if i have some sort of formula that i weigh ownership and weigh projection and then um i don't know weigh 
ceiling or floor of some sort and combine it into one thing. I'm not going to do that for every player in the pool, hitters and pitchers, and then do it that way because then it, it kind of gets mixed up in the way, right? I, I want to do everything for pitchers first, do that on the side. I want to do everything for my hitters and stacks uh, apart from that and then combine it all to have one sound process. I also don't want anything to overlap and ruin one or the other. For example, if I use some sort of uh, of threshold for floors, I can't use the same floors for hitters and pitchers. That's obvious. Um, I can't, uh, you know, if, if I have some weighted average thingy that I'm looking at, I cannot just say it's the same thing for pitchers and hitters. It kind of skews everything. So for me, it's keep, keep, keep your math. I, I, this is how I do it. I open one Excel file and I put all my pitcher stuff in there. I open another Excel file and I put my hitter stuff in there, individual hitters. And then I open a different Excel file and do my stacks and how I'm going to work around, you know, how much of each stack I'm going to play. And, and then it all comes together into fruition right at the end when I'm crunching my lineups using FC, right? So uh, my thing for you is, Stop putting everything on one Excel file. Stop being lazy. Open your, open your Excel, throw your numbers in, do that, and do it again, and do it again. Don't be lazy. I, I don't even think you need a, two hours to be doing this. It's, it's, it's fairly simple, right? If you have projections, you have some ownership stuff, yeah, you're ready to rock. Do it apart, and I think that could help you a ton. I, I say this because... Um, over over months, and I, I don't get spammed with this or anything, but I, I, I have seen guys just kind of throw everything together on one Excel file. They download it from some site. They download projections from some site, and some projection systems just give you every player at once and start doing their math in there. I don't know how you can do that. Like some are pitchers, some are hitters, some are outfield, some are, and it's just a big mixture of players in there. I can't do that, friends. I don't know. And if you can, you do you, boo-boo. I don't know how you guys do that, man. Impressive if you do do that. If you don't, don't do that. And if you do, consider changing your style. I'm sure it'll help you. Quick study minute today. Uh, topic number three, the leaderboard update. If, you, if you're like me and every time you open DraftKings, you have a brand new uh, pop-up saying the May 2019 leaderboard rankings, come check it out. I opened my app on my phone, and I got the pop-up again. I get it everywhere, and I don't know how to stop it. I'll give you an update. Uh, by the way, I'll give you an update on me. I'm, I'm ranked two, I'm 248, checking right now as the time of this podcast. 248. I don't know how good that is. I don't know how many people are even eligible for this. But there are some lower stakes guys in this that are doing pretty well. And, and, and from what I read is and I'm just reading off the how it works part is, the more paid contests you play, the more standing points you earn. Use the calculator. Blah, blah, blah. Leaderboard standings include all paid contests played between 5-1-10 and 5-31-19. What? 5-1-10? Am I reading this wrong? 5-1-10 and 5-31-19. Uh, May 1st, 2019. May 31st, 2019. I, I guess it's a typo. Anyway, I guess it's the most, the more contests, the more paid contests you play, and the more you accrue points. Does it matter where you place? If if you're a low stakes guy, can you just max out from the dime, the quarter, the dollar, all the three max quarters? Like you could spend, you could, you could spend like twenty bucks and be in the top hundred in this thing. That's insane. 
Pretty good. Uh, the two guys running away with it, pretty... Sp- I mean, would you expect anything else? Utica has 112,000 points. McLovin has 105,000 points. The next closest, Papa Gates has 71,000. So he's a long way out. Osimo has 65,000. Uh, and then it falls off rather quickly. So it's a Utica McLovin race for, I believe the prize for this is a Rolex. Right? Am, am I, am I, I, I'm pretty sure it's a Rolex. Yeah, yeah. So a customized DK Rolex watch. First of all, I'm pretty sure DraftKings stole the Rolex's logo. So it kind of makes sense. Just give him a regular, just give him a give him a regular Rolex and just call it a DK Rolex. You have the same crown, biters. Irregardless, uh, if I were to win, so Utica, if you win, tell tell DK not to put no D on my Rolex. All right. I don't want DraftKings D on your Rolex. That's who wants to wear a DraftKings Rolex. What the heck is that? By far one of the dumbest prizes or loyalty prize, whatever you want to call this thing, I've ever seen. If you're going to spend so much money, don't ruin it with a DraftKings crown on it. That's embarrassing almost. (laughs) Walk around. Hey, I like your watch. Thanks. It's a DraftKings Rolex. Bobo's everywhere, man. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. You guys are incredible. Uh, As always, I'd love it if you guys could go like rate it subscribe follow means the world to me i'll keep producing these all the time i have a lot of fun doing these it keeps me up to date with the industry and i hope it does to you guys too uh hope you guys got to work on time if you listen to work or at lunch have a great lunch and until tomorrow i'll catch you guys later man thank you so much